are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. There's over hundreds of thousands of studio movies and indie created content. The day-to-day problem of consumer viewing is what to watch during a pandemic. Like maybe, sing along with your favorite characters like Hamilton on Disney+. Plus. Look around, look around. Watch brand new films on your iPhone like Invisible Man or Defy Bloods. Binge all the TV shows, nostalgic or brand new. Netflix has your favorite one. And it's been canceled. Enemy Tidal Wave, <laughs> produced by HBO, oh my who watches God. The Watchmen. So many screens with so much stuff to view before the world starts this fall in 2025. And one of us, and Screener Squad, are gonna review um all. Chris, Brad singing another title sequence. Cha-cha-cha. Can we all just admit that Bradley's better than all of us? Yeah, I think we can. <laughs> I I almost threw my headset ah, away at least six times in jealousy. 30 seconds. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, just for the sake of my you. earbuds. I warned you all, and I appreciate your candor during that. <laughs> you are We're talking a about Phineas and Ferb today. Yeah. Candace versus the universe. This is like the fifth or sixth. Phineas and Ferb straight to what movie viewing special? What, what did the kids call it? This is the first one on streaming. Yeah, full length feature. Yeah. A full length. Yeah, <laughs> full length feature. Most okay, of the first one. Let's be, let's be, let's be, let's be up for right now. The animation of this was not that was not like impressive compared to the regular show. Yeah, we can talk about that. I mean, it's also been like how many years since the show ended? Uh, it started in two thousand eight. I think it had four, three or four seasons. So no, it went longer while. than that, I think. With the TV specials and the full-length features, it continued. Yeah, it went to 2015. Yeah, this is like their longest. This has to be like their longest animated show. Because usually, with when it comes to like Disney animated shows, their shit only lasts like... They usually have like a hard like 52 episodes and then that's it. They usually episodes before they get canceled. But this show is no Dave the Barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> this shit had 222 segments, so 133 oh episodes. Yeah. They doubled their shit. They really cleaned up in syndication as well. Like, huge numbers for a long time, long after the finale. No wonder Ashley Tisdale does not talk any shit to Disney. My God, that is a comfortable gig. Bro, she she be getting paid from this forever. Yeah, the end of time. Because they're going to make another one of these. They always do. Looking at Brenda's song, Don't Bite the Hand That Feeds You. (laughs) (laughs) So, Shaq, I always love it when you're on these things. Because your synopsis work is amazing. Put my cringe song aside and tell us what this one's about. 
All right. Well, if you're familiar with the show, like if you would say, if you're not familiar with the show, actually, the basic concept is this: it's summer vacation, and stepbrothers Phineas and Ferb, they decide to just do wild, crazy shit. Whether it's like starting a band or creating a roller coaster or a giant monster or not a giant monster, like a giant robot or a time like a time machine, whatever it is, they just do crazy shit. And then their sister Candace, uh, played by Ashley Tisdale is determined to constantly bust them to their mom, but magic and weird shit happens. Just by pure coincidence, anything that they make is gone by the time she gets back. And this is another case where, like, the movie opens with her, like, having his big musical number, and she's about to do it again, where she's about to bust them for having a fucking giant robot clown <laughs> that, once again, gets vanished <laughs> right the moment well, gets before... Dusted. Uh, yeah, it gets dusted, but right before, uh, like their mom could like look at it, and so she's just kind of upset because she's been doing this in, for all of summer vacation, and she's like, the universe is against me, like it's out to get me, and by just magic coincidence, whatever you want to call it, an alien pod shows up and kidnaps her to a faraway planet. I don't remember what the fuck the name of the planet was, but uh, it's up to Phineas Ferb, their friends, to go rescue her. Uh, Hold the phone. This is and her all own. in one summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This dude. This is all one That's summer. That's more days. Wait, is that more days in a summer? That's more days in a summer. Well, there's 104 days of summer dude, vacation. There's 104 days, but this had 133 episodes and 222 <laughs> segments. They've had like I feel like they had a summers. Christmas special. <laughs> I feel it in my bones. No, they probably had like a Christmas in yeah. July special. That sounds familiar too. Well, but that's how that whole show works. So the way, but anyway, I mean, yeah. you know, it, it's it's yeah. absurd it's like the, and it's wild and it's dude, crazy. The thing is, the, and the they show break the fourth has wall a very directly reference. One stuff. of the better shows, in fact, it's probably the best show of sticking to a formula, a very specific formula. But because they find ways to make that formula feel fresh for so long, it never feels tiring. Oh yeah, and every episode starts. Even the special, I think, started with what is it? Phineas is like, "Hey, Ferb, what are we gonna do today?" And they always come up with something insane, and their sister wants to bust them. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the the creators of the show must be like the best lovers. They must do the same thing every time, but just a little <laughs> twist to it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so in terms of like who's f- familiar with the show, I, like I love the show. Um, the what about you guys? Oh yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. I was kind of choked up watching this because I remember holding my first son, two, three years old, watching this show and laughing at Perry the Platypus and Doofert Schmertz Incorporated, all the zany hijinks. Um, is it Ferb, who always has a one-liner at the end that is usually completely unrelated to the adventure? It's beautiful. It's so. It's such a such a sweet. And is the, it's so weird how, like, there's a character that gets shit on all the time, and yet the show is never mean-spirited about it. Well, he's the villain. Yeah. It's... Ish. <laughs> I mean, he's a villain, sort of. Like, he's a villain in name only, where, like, he's just a very tragic character. Like, remember, there's an episode when he said both of his parents were not there for his own birth. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he's that level of abandoned. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and this movie is basically more of the same. 
Yeah, th- it's pretty much what you can expect from. Well, Candace's friend in this colleague. I'm not sure how many times Colleen? they've met, but uh, it's Doofenshmirtz's daughter. What is her name? Vanessa. Vanessa. Oh, Vanessa. Thank you. She's involved in this adventure as well. She was always fun. Has a lot of ones, one-liners. Very good zingers. And I like that Doofenshmirtz is so much better than his own parents towards her, even though, you know. I think Vanessa's deal is she wants to bust her dad as well for doing evil or something, so he'll change his ways. Man, is he so. really evil, or is he like Lex yeah. Luthor in the first Superman movie? It's just, oh, this is just like a, like a, like... No, he he tries to be evil, but he's just very <laughs> not good at it. But in ter- in the in the terms of this movie, yeah, they don't really give Vanessa that much to do, but she's also not that major of a right. character. Like, in the, in the grander scheme of things, like, it's usually just about... The, uh, like Phineas, Ferb, Candace, uh, Perry the Platypus, who, d- oh, I should mention for people who aren't in, uh, like knowledgeable of the show, Perry is like their pet platypus that's also a secret agent. No, he is a secret agent <laughs> Which, who's also their may- pet platypus. Get that right. And he's Doofenshmirtz's nemesis. Um, or vice nemesis, versa. Yeah. yeah, they fight constantly. And yeah, th- like he is also involved in this where he's also trying to rescue Candace while also making himself not uh aware to the others that he's a secret agent it's at least with, like some really funny gags like there's one when they're in like space and they're flying into an asteroid field and it's just Perry trying to just make sure that they don't fucking die yeah and it had a really fun song like a self-aware song of Perry's entire character from episode one till now he's just a side story that's important to move the plot forward, but he'll never get the credit he deserves or something. This show like that. is amazing Dude. because it has side characters I do not give a shit about, and yet I don't mind when they're on screen. Oh yeah, like like the the two friends that come along on the adventure. Not not the main girl. She's always around. Uh, not Isabel. Oh, you mean Balji? Yeah, I don't even and, like uh, those Buford. characters, but I don't mind them, and they still make me laugh. And well, they're he's bringing some really clever, yeah, Star Trek commentary to this uh, feature length films that was fun every time every time they cut back to that star trek theme and made it faster that <laughs> shit was cracking me up in fact actually this most of this movie i was just dying laughing like even if i wasn't like a fan of the show it's just some of the shit of the like some of the jokes were just so weird and so specific that they were hilarious like the gag about them looking at the base and that <laughs> ominous tone playing, and it looked. only happened whenever they looked at it. I was in tears <laughs> laughing at that. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 brilliant writing. It's fun. Absolutely, like oh, Buford can't hear the ominous tone because he is the ominous tone in the neighborhood. It's like oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, what did you guys think of this coming back briefly? Was it nostalgic, or did it just seem like another episode? Well, I would say that it's like you like you did say it, it feels like another episode. But that's also because like this show is very low Always. stakes. Yeah. <laughs> like even with Doofenshmirtz, his whole t- his whole plan is always involving let me take over the tri-state <laughs> area, not the world, not the country, not even the state, just the tri-state area. If he wants area. to do that, he's he, he's doing it all wrong. He needs to get into the owning land business. Huh. Man, <laughs> but um, yeah, just. Overall, because yeah, it does just feel like an extended episode of the show. Um, if you're not a fan of the show, then you're probably not going to be into it all that much. Well, that's the genius like, of the show. What it's worth, it's I so think formulaic, it's formulaic. Uh, yeah. After every episode is like, man, I wish that episode was longer. That's exactly. 
And like this one was satisfying enough. I never felt like it was too long or too short. Yeah, I can agree with that. Now, one point I also wanted to cover, this show is full of great songs. This feature, I'd say, also has some gems in it. What did you guys think of the music they brought? I love the music in this show. Like, the, I hate like I hate it, but I love it that every episode, well, almost every episode, they have one at least one song that's a massive fucking earworm <laughs> that'll get stuck in your head forever. Um, for me, that song in in the case of this movie, it's that uh, like the intro song when she gets to the planet, that big like show tune yeah. single when they're like almost about to open the door. I ran that back like three times <laughs> because it was so good. <laughs> Pretty good dance choreography too for an animated series. Yeah, how about you, Doug? <laughs> it's like you're thinking it's about they're about to open the door and have like a grand reveal. And they're like, nope, not yet. We got more verses on this. <laughs> We rehearsed. You know what? I'm glad that they've always done this in the show. I, I, I don't know what the I don't know what else the creators have done. I don't know if they moved on to other projects that, that were similar to this. But there's just something about Phineas and Ferb uh, and their ability to put music on the screen, and I will just listen to it and I will enjoy it and I'll never listen to it again. But when I hear it again in a, in a rerun, oh, my heart's right back in there. And coming back to this movie. It's like coming home. I mean, it's better than that, actually. If the, uh, okay, it's like Bradley going home. It's like he's surrounded by love and affection. That's how that's how this show feels like. <laughs> As opposed yeah. to the rest of us. No, it's crazy. Uh, Luane, what about you and the music? Um, no, I think it's always it's always really solid and. And the guys are right, you know, you may not want to hear it later, but every time you do hear it when it's going on, you love it. And and not only is it fun and it's entertaining and it gets in your head, but it's it's all really smart writing. I mean, I, I've said that probably multiple times now. The writing in this show is brilliant and the music especially. Like, even if I could write brilliant comedies, there's no way I could add music to it, not independently. These shows are so like I haven't watched all of them, obviously, because Shaq gave us a list of how many of them there are. But I've never seen a weak one, and I I kind of feel the same way about yeah. this movie too. You know, it's it comes in way way after the show is done, and it's it's a longer length, and all of it could be weaker, or there could be some, something that just doesn't work as well, and and it doesn't. It it's great all the way through. Uh, it's, I, I admire their ability to do it. There's something about Phineas and Ferb that they uh they confirm the Marvel formula idea, which is here's the baseline what we're gonna do. Now tweak it a little bit, and add uh, a little bit bit of a different element to it, and uh, give us a different monster at the end. And uh, they've done it <laughs> two hundred and something times, or one hundred and something times. You said, yeah, and. Yeah, two hundred. Yeah, so that just means Marvel is just going to be like three hundred. We're still going to be paying for that shit. (laughs) This is a similar formula. The story shows that they kind of have a falling out. The boys don't have a falling out. Candace has a falling out with them because she feels they're ruining her life, which played very well. Uh, Look, after fifty times, wouldn't you lose your goddamn mind? Like the beginning of this movie. Like I gotta admit, if I had been Candace, and look, this is a Latino kid saying this. I would never in my actual mind say do, say doing this. But I, if I was Candace at that moment, I would have slapped my mom or something. It's like, it's right there. It's right there. Just turn around. Turn the fuck around. 
bro, the thing is, their mom was milking that shit too. She's like, Candace, I gotta talk to you for a second. You know, you keep doing this while the evidence is blatantly there. <laughs> Candace, it would completely screw the formula up. But Candace needs to just be like, wait. Why am I not involved in this giant roller coaster or giant robot or whatever ridiculous thing? Just go have fun at this point. She remember she's a yeah. teenager, dude. She's if not giving a shit about what her little brother like that doing. when I was a kid. I'd have been like fifteen and been like, "Yeah, I'll do it. Whatever. I don't care." You got. You guys do understand? <laughs> Candace is not a fun person, right? Right. She wants. Like, to even when she's by brothers. herself, she's not a. She's or with her friends, she's not really ever doing anything fun. What's the most she does, Bradley? She reads all the Sherlock Holmes books? <laughs> well, yeah, probably. we can get into that, but we got to go into our final thoughts. Uh, why don't you lead us, Doggett? Well, like I said already, you know, this show is like Bradley going home to his loving family to give him food and, and bakery and then tell them we're going to take care of you when you get older. <laughs> so this show gives me like, I feel like there's to be more of this. This isn't the last Phineas and Fur product, and that gives me so much warmth inside. Knowing that this show, most than likely, more than likely, is probably going to exist further on in the future. Like these actors are still young; they probably would not turn down the paycheck. Who's the person who does Ferb? He probably makes more t- more money off the t- the twenty words he says than I did all year. Yeah, that's a uh, Thomas Brody Sangster. I believe he's in Love Actually and played a. Yeah, he's, he's a, a Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones I'm pretty sure. Um, Jojen Reed, I believe. It's probably wrong. Don't. Don't butcher me in the comments. <laughs> I don't have an encyclopedic knowledge. I mean, pronunciations, whatever, but like, yeah, yeah but, we know who but, he is. <laughs> he he was hanging around yeah, Brent the whole time. The show time. is predictable. Sorry. Yeah, the show is predictable, and you know what's always going to happen, and the characters never develop, and you goddamn love it for it. It's it's having a better run than The Simpsons, and uh, I'm going to give this uh, 10 out of 10 uh, moms. Wow. <laughs> All right, Luane. Uh, I came to this show really late. Like, it probably wasn't even running original episodes by the time I had, had heard about it and was watching it. But uh, I admire the hell out of it just as, as a production. But And it's always fun to watch. It's never not an enjoyable experience. And that's super rare for something that's long running, especially with cartoons. Um, I think this is a great show. I was glad to see it come back for this. I hope they keep dropping some of these every now and again. I mean, you know, Disney's got plenty of money to pay these guys, so I'd love them to, to keep doing it. I don't know if I need a new series, but some of these movies periodically is, is kind of a nice reminder that the world isn't complete shit. Um, <laughs> this is a, this movie is a 4.75 out of five Vlorkles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh yes i guess i'll go next uh this movie's an absolute fucking delight um like like doggett had mentioned earlier it just feels like yeah coming home to just like uh, it feels so nice to re- just return to this world where yeah there's no consequences there's nothing really not really anything bad but just like it's just sil- absolute silliness with just amazing songs. Um, I also like those. I know we didn't mention them, but the, like some of the celebrity voices that they added on this were, worked really well. Like, um, what's her name? Ali Wong as super, super big doctor, like the lead alien. Yeah. I thought she was great for the most part. Um, yeah, the songs are great. The, the pacing's great. Um, 
I don't really have anything negative to say about it. Like, this is probably the hardest I've laughed at a movie this year. Um, so by that token, I got to give this not like I don't know if I can go a full 10, but I know that I get at the very least I'm comfortable with like nine and a half really good oh, songs. Oh, this is the happiest attack. you've been all year, you bastard. i'm probably gonna give this the lowest then damn uh i really enjoyed this i enjoyed watching it with my family that apparently loves me so much so thank you doggett for those sweet words and i really like that it's an inspiration and i envy you yes just these two kids hanging out with big imaginations and the creators of this show captured what if these kids with big imaginations could actually accomplish their ideas and that's so beautiful, and it really does make the world a much better place. And it's a lot of fun to watch with kids, because they're laughing, I'm laughing, and I love the songs. From the show, my favorite song is their tribute to the aglet. And an aglet's that little plastic piece on the end of your lace, your shoelace. And that's just so silly. I love the silliness. Um, the reason why it's not going to be uh, very high for me is... Out of all the episodes I've watched and TV specials, the Star Wars Phineas and Ferb special is one of my all-time favorites. I can't really give it a 10, uh, kind of playing lawyer ball with that. But I'm going to give it um, seven doofenshmirtz impersonations out of 10. You know, you being able to differentiate differentiate like that, it lets me know you have a favorite child. Oh, my gosh. You know, also, before we go, I got to mention this. Um, shout out Tiffany Haddish for having the single greatest credit in any film I've ever seen. Because it showed her as Tiffany Haddish as the sound someone makes when they explode from the waist up. <laughs> that is literally the title of That's her credit. Amazing. <laughs>